This is the Websites.ca podcast, where we help Canadian small businesses build and maintain an effective website and online presence. Hey everybody, Sean Corbett here, Websites.ca Marketing. We're very lucky this week because I am joined by a copywriting expert, Lori Yurkowski. And before I give you over to Lori to talk to, I just wanted to tee this up a little bit. Lori is extremely familiar with the problems, pains, and issues of setting up a website, maintaining a website, because we actually used to work with Lori at Websites.ca and that was one of the main things she did. And I'm sure, Lori, if you'll recall, people would be very, very excited to sign up with us to get a new website. We'd all have the most hopeful, energetic sort of plans in mind. And then as soon as it came time to collect the information, particularly the text to put on the website, it seemed like it was the most unholy nightmare for every single person. Yeah, 100%. And you got to feel for those people because uh, through no fault of their own, they're just a little overwhelmed. So sometimes you need a helping hand. Exactly. And so that's why I wanted to talk to you today. I was hoping you could tell us a little bit about your background and experience in copywriting and then, you know, some some tips and tricks to help people with either writing for their website or hiring somebody to write for their website. Yeah, it's so great to be here. And I kind of feel like I'm coming home in a way because um, Sean used to be my uh, very first copywriting mentor. Um, so everything that I've learned since then, uh, back in like what, 2007, 2008, um, I can credit to you for planting that little seed. Um, so it's been such an interesting journey. I've uh, written everything from like, I don't know, corporate speeches to CEOs to like um, promos for Harvard School of Medicine to any number of SaaS companies, small businesses, you name it, I've written it and rewritten it. <laughs> Um, so I'm just so happy to be here and share a little bit of what I might uh, have picked up along the way with your audience. Beautiful. Well, I had a couple of questions submitted to me. Maybe we can start there and then see where the conversation takes us. Sure. So <clears throat> the first thing that we had asked, uh, Ryan actually passed these to me. He said, biggest question that he gets from people when they're trying to think about their website, social posts, online campaigns is, well, I'm not a writer. That's what they say. They don't know where to start. And the question is, how do I effectively tell my story? Well, the good news is that uh, a lot of the best copywriters aren't good writers. And that sometimes being a good writer can actually get in the way of writing copy that sells. Um, and this is because uh, writing is kind of ego-driven in a lot of ways. You want to say what's exactly in your head the way that you want to say it that will shoot you dead in the water if you're a copywriter because what you need to be saying is exactly what the market is. Um, the best advice that I can give to anybody getting started is super simple. Literally look something up that's in your product category on Amazon. Start looking at all those reviews and take note of common phrases, um, terminology that people are saying in those reviews. Also note things that people love about this product and things that people dislike about this product. If you start weaving those simple phrases, literally copy and pasted from those reviews, your market's gonna feel like you truly understand their pain points, their desires, their hidden secrets, and they're gonna start uh, believing that you can solve their problems or fulfill those desires. So that's the main thing anybody can start doing within 10 minutes to immediately get some copy on their webpage. Yeah, and the old marketing adage goes, you want to join the conversation that they're having in their own heads. 
Exactly. And one thing that I do a lot is I am um, trolling on Reddit all the time. You'll get some real juicy, uh, juicy stuff from looking in different subreddits because people are anonymous there. So they're not afraid to say what's really on their minds. So that's a good tip. I use it every single day. <laughs> that's beautiful. Yeah. And then the other thing too, I think if we can relate to more of your mom and pop style small business, uh, a lot of them already have a big client list, right? They're talking to their clients every day. They're fulfilling orders every day. So they're getting that constant feedback and they don't believe that it's worth anything. Or maybe to them, it's very boring, right? But to copywriters, that's absolute gold. You've got to pass that stuff on, right, Laurie? And maybe I think some people are hesitant to just tell you what they do and what people say to them every day, even though they have all the material at their fingertips because it doesn't seem interesting to them. Yeah, exactly. The most throwaway sentence might be like a million dollar headline. You never know. And you can really start uncovering some gold about uh, things that your competitors aren't even thinking about um, because they're not doing this. Um, so if you can reach those customers and talk to them and ask them questions that get into those juicy emotions, you're going to start getting an edge in your copy that other companies aren't able to, to reach. And that's what's going to set you apart and make you the only option for the, the problem that they want to solve. So have you found some interesting ways of ferreting that information out? Like for instance, when you start writing copy for somebody's website, do you give them some specific homework to do to come back to you? That's maybe, maybe not just sending you testimonials or reviews, but something more in depth than that? So what I'll do is like actually get on a call with them and ask them some really probing questions. Um, and sometimes it's a bit uncomfortable, but this is where you get to that real meaty stuff that's going to really work for your business. Um, and I ask them questions like, you know, the classic copywriting question of like, what's keeping you up at night? What are you worried about? What is your ideal customer uh, thinking about day to day? What's motivating them to purchase your product or to not purchase your product? Uh, what are they angry about? I find that uncovering uh, anger can really get to some stuff where they're having frustration, problems. And if you can mirror your product as a solution to any of those, those pain points, that's amazing. Uh, so those really deeply emotional questions are what I find get the best uh, results uh, from those interviews. And then also um, as a copywriter, talking to the actual market and even, um, you know, going so far as to look at things uh, laterally. I was helping uh, someone create um, a watch, like he sells uh, watch accessories for people who have like fancy watches. Mm -hmm. um, and I started to realize there was an overlap between people who like nice watches and people who like nice wine. So some of my friends are uh, wine people, as you know. Um, and so talking to them a bit about their interest in wine and uh, that type of thing, you kind of get a well-rounded, uh, a well, a well, a well-rounded uh, understanding of who these people are and what they care about. And it's that kind of like well-roundedness that really makes great copy. Right. So you could maybe draw an analogy or a reference to the fine wine world when explaining one of the benefits or or pain points of the watch, then. Yeah, so like um, I would ask them, you know, what do you look for uh, in a wine? Um, and they might say like price or they might say, oh, I want the most exclusive wine or I want something expensive or I want something that's going to show off when I send, like bring it to a dinner party. You can mm -hmm. get some ideas about, oh, these people care about status or, oh, these people care about like spending the most money possible. Um, some just little tricks that you might not think of right off the bat. Right. No, that makes sense. 
I wanted to come to maybe a more concrete bit of, of um, instruction that we can give people or, or tricks that we can give people. So for instance, when folks open their homepage, the first thing that almost everybody sees in addition, let's say to the logo is typically when you build a website, you got a big slider and you have a big title over top of the slider. So us copywriters might call that a headline, but most people, when they're building their website, they just think of it as the welcome message often, right? They don't want to use these technical terms. Yeah. So what they put on their little welcome message there, what they ask the web designer to put is usually one of two things. And it's going to make you cringe, sorry. So I'm going to tell you the two things and I'm going to get you to tell me one to two better things that they could do. So yeah. thing, thing number one, they always get us to put a right front center homepage welcome message is their business name. Thing number two, they always get us to put front and center is welcome to our website. Okay, tell us why those two things are wrong and what should we put instead on that welcome message? So putting the name of your business is not a good use of that space because it's already should be in your logo in the upper left-hand corner and ideally in your URL. People know that you're that business if they've gotten there through whatever channel, if, you're go if you've got the rest of your uh, marketing figured out anyway. Uh, if not, you got some work to do, buddy. Um, but, uh, you know, and if they're putting welcome to my website, well, you know what? It's not 1995 anymore. We know about websites. Uh, everybody's on websites every day. So you don't need to welcome anybody anywhere because they're already there. Um, better things to put there, anything. <laughs> anything <laughs> other than that. Uh, well, I think me, we were talking before the call, right, about, about not talking <laughs> about what excites you, the business owner, but talking about what excites or bothers the reader. A hundred percent. You want the person that lands on your webpage to feel like, aha, I finally found it. Um, and you do that by telling them what they found. Um, so for me, like, say I, for my own personal running website, I'm a, I'm a certified running coach. I just put as my headline, like training advice to help you if you're struggling with running injuries. Uh, that's it. It tells exactly the right person why they should be here and why they should keep reading. Uh, so that's one thing is just signaling like why you're here and what you're going to do for people. Always think about what benefit you're bringing to the person that's reading your copy. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great bit of advice. I think a lot of folks believe that there's some kind of trick that copywriters do, which is great for our, you know, our fees. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's not really the trick is in understanding human psychology and knowing what to put where. Like Laurie said at the start, you don't have to be a great writer. Uh, notice everything we've been talking about. It's just focusing on the customer or the audience and thinking about where they're coming from. So with that in mind, I'll pivot to another specific question that we got submitted to us, which was, uh, everybody tells me I'm supposed to write blog posts for my business. I want to write regular blog posts to keep my customers engaged, but I don't have the time or the expertise in writing to do so. So Laura, do you have any tips for copywriting for small business blog posts? Yeah, I mean, they don't have to be these epic, you know, huge long posts. I mean, anything that you put out there that's of value is super important. One thing that I learned recently um, that was just blew my mind is that Google actually has physical like flesh and blood humans um, determining people's content on their website and whether or not it's high quality. I couldn't believe this. I thought it was all robots, you know, but nope, turns out there's real people who are getting paid by Google to look at your website's content. 
Um, and that means that they have a score that you get called your quality score that tells you how good your website content is. And that determines where you're gonna show up in search results. Uh, and there's a few factors that they, there's this huge document, it's like hundreds of pages long that gets into the nitty gritty of what they're looking for. But the main things are super like easy to knock out. And it's crazy to me that more businesses aren't doing it. Basically, they just wanna know that the information on your website comes from a credible source um, it's at least like current, like it's not super out of date. And the fact that you are updating this content on a somewhat regular basis. So for me, what I like to do um, is just get something out there, just get a baseline of something out there um, and then come back, revisit it, work on it as you can. Um, and that looks good to Google because you're keeping your content up to date and that will have a positive effect on your quality score and therefore your domain authority, which is a whole other thing, but it's just going to help your website. So think about um, the common problems that your customers are coming to you with or pain points that they have and write quick little snippets about how they can quickly solve that by using your business. Uh, it's a good way to resonate with your audience to establish your authority. And these don't have to be, like I said, thousands of words long. A quick little snippet is enough to just get your information out there, give something for somebody to read, give you something to post on social media to start driving up some organic traffic. Uh, and it's all gonna help. It doesn't have to be this huge thing that you've labored for hours about. Do what you can when you can and revisit it when you can. So you're saying you'd go back to that old published blog post, maybe clean it up, add an extra paragraph six months down the road, and then do the updated on date. And then that bumps to the top of the, of the blog list. Exactly. It's a good way to make your website seem current as well. Because I think we've all been on websites where we see that the last blog post was from like 2006. <laughs> you're kind of yeah. like, oh, okay, not much is happening here. Um, so you want to keep that as current as you can. But don't like put a ton of pressure on yourself to uh, to be constantly doing it. You know, just I think for me, uh, a cadence of even a monthly post is something, you know, it at least keeps you current. So for sure. Well, that makes sense. And um, so let's say, OK, we've given people some tips to get started here. Let's just say they go, nope, I, I'm an expert in running my business. I just want to hire a copywriter. Can you give folks a little bit of an idea what that process looks like? And then maybe the one or two biggest misconceptions that clients you've worked with have had about what the copy process would be. Yeah, so um, if you want your copywriter to like you, <laughs> the biggest thing that I can tell you is to trust your copywriter. Uh, and you can do that by just vetting them. If you talk to a copywriter and you're trying to decide whether or not to hire them, you want to make sure that they know what they're doing because that's your hard-earned money going into their pocket. You want to get results from that. So if your copywriter doesn't know anything about stages of awareness or like um, direct versus indirect copy, different things like that, you want to make sure that they know their stuff and they have good testimonials and credentials behind them. Um, so how it's going to work is like you basically tell the copywriter, hey, I need your help on these whatever things. Uh, I want to have a new website. I want to have a new about page. They should also have some recommendations for you as well. If someone comes to me wanting uh, an, just to do their homepage, I often suggest doing an about page too, because it's the second most visited page on your website. And you could optimize that page to get crazy conversions. Um, and it can be a real moneymaker for you if you do it right. 
So you want to make sure that your copywriter is thinking strategically about your entire business and not just delivering you, uh, you know, some words to throw on your website. Um, I, I just want to interrupt you there to really, <laughs> really highlight and hit that point home, right? Copy, the, the reason why copywriter is worth the money is because they are not a typist or an editor, right? Like Lori just said, they are so important. They're thinking strategically about your entire business, your entire offer, and your entire market. Okay, pardon me. Please continue. No, it's super validating to hear that. Um, and, you know, just as an aside, I believe that a copywriter should be involved in as many parts of the business as possible. Like with my biggest client right now, I'm involved in even like their HR HR process to make sure that their job ads are getting the right people for our team that's going to keep pushing the business forward. So it seeps into like every part of the business uh, if you do it right. Um, so basically what you want to arm your copywriter with is everything that you could possibly give them about everything that's ever happened in your business. Um, and this can be like through, you know, giving them, if you use it, um, giving them access to your Google drive, if you keep a lot of documents there, or like giving them a sample of your product so they can get to know it super well and be able to write about it with uh, some expertise. Um, giving them access to your top five, like repeat customers so they can interview them and get a real sense of why they are in love with your business. Uh, and just being open and vulnerable and honest with your copywriter, letting them know the state of affairs, what you're looking for, being really clear on how you define success, uh, because that's going to be the metric you're judging their work by. Um, and then also, I don't know how this happens, but a lot of, uh, I don't want to be like rude or anything, but a lot of junior copywriters don't push for um, access to analytics. And I think this is such a mistake. Uh, a good copywriter is going to ask for your website data or to get visibility on your email metrics or to even know like, what are your sales reports for the last quarter? Um, they need to know this because they should be using that to temper and guide their messaging uh, to make sure that they're getting the results they expect from what they're putting out there on your behalf. So being really open and transparent about your business, your expectations, super important. Beautiful. Yeah, if we could all collect all that, it would be amazing. Um, <laughs> so tell us now, Lori, I know that your dance card's pretty full and you obviously mentioned a couple of clients that you have that you're working with regularly. But if somebody listening would like to chat with you, would like to take you up maybe with some copy help, what's the best way to do that and where can they find you? Well, you can find me at my running website, uh, which is not very much related to this, but I'm still there. Um, and it's actually uh, lauriyorkowski.com. Still my maiden name on the internet. So, you know, you know, I'm an independent woman. I'm <laughs> running my own business over here. So yeah, lauriyorkowski.com. Hopefully there will be somewhere that this is written because it's hard to spell. <laughs> I will, I'll put a link for sure. Yeah. And then, um, and, if they, and if they want to, Talk to you about copywriting. There's some contact details right on that site then? Yeah, exactly. There's a form you can fill out and it's connected right to my email. I'll get a note from you and we can take it from there. Um, I, can do, I can do your copywriting for you or I can also just do a consulting call uh, and give you direction, recommendations and the tools that you need to implement it yourself. So I often offer that to people that aren't quite sure just dipping their toes into copywriting uh, lowering the barrier to entry because I believe everybody deserves to have like banger copy on their website. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I think that's a great way to do it. If you can do a paid one hour consult call, you might change your whole outlook on what you thought your business needs to what the marketing expert tells you your business needs. And it's pretty cool when 
I'm sure this has happened to you before, Laura, when someone will say, oh, I'm going to hire you to rewrite blah, 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 blah on my website and this and that. And you sit down, you do a console call and you find one or two other things that just have massive effects and massive changes. And maybe they don't even have to hire you for all that much other stuff. And they're happy. And then obviously they're going to come back in the future for help, but it, it'd be surprising. Just talk to the expert for an hour and what you think is a problem might not even be the main problem. Yeah, exactly. And I think a lot of uh, business owners get tunnel vision about what they're doing. You know, you're in it every day. You see it from a totally different angle than somebody uh, who's coming from the outside uh, and different perspectives. So it can be really enlightening to hear what someone else has to say about what you got going on. Beautiful. Thanks very much for talking to us today. Oh, it's so nice. Thanks, Sean. It's so good to be home. <laughs> yeah, good to have you back. If you're not satisfied with your current website or the service you get from your provider, you can switch to websites.ca for free and get a great support team behind you. Just visit business.websites.ca. That's B-U-S-I-N-E-S-S dot websites.ca or email Ryan directly at R-Y-A-N at websites.ca. Thanks for listening, guys. Catch you next time.